Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. I'm Israel Chai, and I believe that this has become almost uh, an anthem of this particular war. Well, let's find out if that is true. Uh, joining us this morning, joining us this morning for our first Israel report, is uh, the founder of Genesis 123 Foundation, Jonathan Feldstein. Jonathan, a very good morning. Thanks for joining us so Howard, bright good. and early. How are you? Yeah, good morning. And you know what? Even before you said that, I'm listening to the music in the background, and that was exactly my thought, that you've got Israel's new anthem playing. So is this, it, it, because it really has become, it's really just become one of those songs that people will always identify with this war, I think. Uh, with this war, and I, and I hope with the unity. You know Absolutely. what? It's yeah. been so beautiful. It's it's often the the background music for uh, TV broadcasts of soldiers coming home and surprising their loved ones and and various uh, celebrations, weddings Incredible. and and all of the gr- it's it's sick to say uh-huh. all of the great things that have come out of this war, including our unity, including celebrating who we are, and uh, that that is I, I I'm trying to think of a of another musical association maybe if we go back to my my my, my babyhood and Woodstock, we can find a song that right, so represents we have, the 19th Right, so we have that. South Africans will have that with the, with the Soccer World Cup. Um, we'll, okay. We'll, we, we've got one or two songs. Um, which is that song, Mukundi? Um, we are, this is Africa, right? Um, waving Flag. Waving Flag. Ah. This, yeah, but it's, yeah. It's more Waka Waka, I think. Is waka waka. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But uh, it's exactly right. You'll play you, you, you'll play that, and South Africans are taken back immediately to the the soccer world yes. cup. Uh, so yeah. it, and and a, a very positive time. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, the song is uh, is definitely one of them. I see Netanyahu made a, a very very interesting speech last night, which I've been trying to decode in in my in in my mind since I heard it last night, and I'm finding it a little bit difficult to do. Can you take us through it? Well, when you decode it, let us know. I'll tell you that there was a fabulous comment from uh, uh, one of the. Um, uh, talking heads on TV this morning mm-hmm. that was, I always listen to when the Prime Minister speaks out of respect because he's the Prime Minister, but I'm looking for substance and there was no substance. Um, ah, interesting. We, we, I, I, didn't, I didn't make a lot of notes. I did watch it. I was expecting, I was expecting honestly based on how this was promoted, that this was a, this was a thing I needed to sit in front of the TV for and watch. Right. Um, and uh, expecting an announcement, and there was no announcement. It was it was some some commented that it was the beginning of our political campaign, and we've heard many many more comments recently about that being inevitable, even from within members of the cabinet and members of the Likud party. We heard that he is standing firm against a. The, the the creation of a Palestinian state and doing so is obviously in in uh, disaccord with the Biden administration and others who say that the rebuilding of Gaza must part and parcel be um, part of creating a Palestinian state. Personally, I happen to agree with him. I think that you don't reward a, a horrific terror act with creating a, a Palestinian state. I think first you cre- need to create victory. Um, but it seemed to me, 
Howard that it was more like uh, the prime minister circling his wagons. Mm, that's what I felt. That's exactly what I felt. It 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 smacked of his son having written some of it. Um, <laughs> uh, is, is is that rude? But but it did. The way he attacked the media, it 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 it, it wasn't it wasn't statesman like at all. It just felt, it just didn't feel smart. And, and yet there were some so, uh, things that he said that were very smart, you know, and I correct. liked his comment about that it isn't about um, not having a state, it, a, a Palestinian yes. state. It was about having a Jewish state. So, correct. And you know what? Just as much as the song we listen to is the new anthem, that, that statement could be the new bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah. Very, it, 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 it's fascinating. Uh, tell us what's going on. What's the latest news in, in Gaza? Well, personally, uh, at about 7 p.m. last night, I got a text message from my son, which meant that he came out of Gaza oh, wow. Wow. and received awesome. his phone back. And he's right. now home for 48 hours. Um, first time this Shabbat that he's wow. going to be spending Shabbat alone with his wife in their apartment that they were supposed to move into yeah. in September. Um, so that's positive and that the fact that he's, you know, st- he still has a good attitude, although um, I-, I have a sense from him that that some men in his unit are, are less positive. And part of that is because the army is talking about a drawdown and maybe even beginning a drawdown of reservists. And then delayed the drawdown. I was speaking to my wife yesterday. Sorry, what do you mean by they drawdown? They should have never said that we're going to draw you down. What, what, sorry, what does what, what does drawdown mean? Uh, taking troops out of uh, ah, of okay. Gaza. Oh, that, that reservists get to go home. Right. That we're going to let you out now. You've been in active duty for most of the last uh, three months or more, and uh, and we'll call you back soon. But ah, we're not we're not ah. going to keep you in. You can go back to your regularly scheduled lives. Wow. Okay, that is so, so it's a very disappointing for them if if they aren't. It, it is disappointing. It creates expectations. But I'll tell you this, Howard. On, on Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday this week, I don't remember. I went and did a tour of the uh, Gaza border with some donors to the Genesis One Two Three Foundation, which I run. And we started our day in Nativ Haasara. I know you know where that is. It's mm. right next to the Eras crossing, and got a unbelievable firsthand view of what took place and what's going on. And what and all of that was important and shocking to be in an abandoned community as it is. However, what was most fascinating is that there's been a lot of talk about Israel having destroyed Gaza, uh, Hamas in northern Gaza. And I'll tell you, as for the two or three hours that we stood there, we heard not just repeated artillery artillery fire in and going into Gaza, but we heard a, a lot of gunfire, rapid uh, semi-automatic gunfire taking place inside Gaza, just a few kilometers away, making it very clear to us that there was a battle going on. Uh, we saw planes coming in and dropping flares, which is a decoy for anti, uh, anti-aircraft uh, missiles that they might have before coming in and bombing the terrorist sites. So, so I'm concerned as we talk about going into what the Biden administration calls lower intensity combat or and as I refer to drawing down troops, how can we be doing that if we're still having active fighting in northern Gaza, which they had said was clear of Hamas? 
Yeah, it is worrying. But what does that mean? What does that mean in terms of the success? Because that was one of the things that Netanyahu referred to, where he said, you know, people are saying we haven't been successful, or the media saying we're not uh, being, we're not there, whatever, um, and that's not true. But it, but this is worrying. So what it means is that we're hearing a lot of spin. Uh, but you also hear it from the other side. You hear uh, Gadi Gabi Eisenkot, who's now a member of the uh, security, uh, excuse me, the war cabinet and whose son, who's a former uh, general and, and uh, chief of staff and whose son was killed probably a month or so ago um, in, in battle. And then shortly afterward, his nephew was killed as well. There was a very extensive interview with him on Channel 12 last night, which was insightful, but I also thought it was somewhat inappropriate because he's, as a general, saying to Netanyahu in public, no, we're actually not going to be able to defeat all of Hamas, and that rhetoric is inappropriate. And I think that's equally inappropriate. You don't go out in the public, even in a political campaign, and and tip your cards Mm. to uh, to show the terrorists that you think that they might not be defeated. Absolutely, absolutely right. A really, very, very interesting conversation. We do need to leave it there. But before before we do, uh, the the there's quite a bit of information coming through, and I haven't seen it verified in any. Uh, credible source yet about Israel having discovered up to almost 21 bodies of hostages in Khan Yunus. Is is this is this something that you are seeing um, in Israeli media I, yet? I, I appreciate you referring to me indirectly as a credible source. I have not seen anything to that effect, so I can't I can't okay, address so it. So we'll certainly keep an eye on that story. Uh, Jonathan Feldstein, as always, thank you for chatting to us. Jonathan is the founder of Genesis One Two Three Foundation, bringing us our first report from Israel this morning.